We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Storm Dark Weather Podcast. This is episode 239. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And this is the October Roller Coaster. That's for sure. Well, and, you know, every, every year we say this, that's, that's going to happen. You know, October is transition month. Uh, we're going to have slightly below average temperatures. This week's going to be slightly up. And uh, I... I think there's a cold front coming. We're going to tag Corey here I'm in a little to bit. Trying to address the kids for school right now. It's just oh, it's impossible. impossible. Well, yeah, because it's like you what? send them in layers, and then they can take them off throughout the day and, and put then them back lo- on, and, and then lose them, and so then the next exactly. one. Exactly. <laughs> we are now on our third coat. We've sent to school with Griffin. Oh, doesn't the teacher know what happens to it if they leave them on the playground or what? I mean, they're just. <laughs> I mean, there's a lost and found, but he's five, so yeah. trying to remind him to go look in a lost and found and actually know which coat's his, <laughs> even though his name is in all of them. But. Uh, well. well, the other day I sent him in a hoodie, but I told him it was his shirt. I said, do not take this off. It's not a jacket. It's your shirt. Gotcha. And so that one came back home. Okay. But his heavy coat for winter, which he didn't need that day, but it was the only coat he had left in the house. <laughs> Is gone and his oh light gosh. jacket is gone. So, yeah, and that that happens now. Now some warmer air is moving in, so uh, we're going to have the temps bump up a little bit. And then when we get to the model minute, uh, there's a few things I want Corey to look at. But before then, uh, did anybody see the sun dog the other day? I did not go out and look at it. I saw I a think, picture of it. I think you were at work or something, but uh, it was Thursday. I saw you take texted me a picture yeah i was just going to work in this thing because you just never know because sometimes they're little bitty but sometimes they're just really wide and this was a really wide one mm-hmm. and i thought oh man that's cool and i was driving so you know don't tell anybody but i took the picture when i was at a stoplight i wasn't rolling so and then but it didn't last long because as soon as i posted i think about three minutes later Everybody was saying, oh, darn, I went out and looked, and, you know, it was gone. But it happens. Those sun dogs, they just kind of appear and then then go away. So I thought that was really interesting. And the type of cloud, if anybody's interested, is a cirrostratus cloud, an ice cloud. Sometimes you can get cirrus to do that, but usually it's cirrostratus uh, right at, what is it, Corey, 22 and a half degrees? Is that, it's, it's uh, I think that's the angle. Sure. I mean, you can have a perfect circle around depending on where you're at sometimes like in alaska you can see a perfect circle it's oh, an arc that's cool yeah you what know? what is it called C- circumhorizontal yeah, arc or something like so. that well the moon we see the moon a lot the moon has this yeah every time every now and then you'll see the sun but that's what a sun dog i mean it's an actual arc because 
I mean, if the clouds were on the other side, you would see it on the other side too. Sometimes you can see two at the same time, you know. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. That's called a double parhelion. Ooh, wait a minute. I we're, guess. We're, yeah. I think there's a weather school on that or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I, got, I forgot to tell you this. Uh, well, I, okay. Since the temperature has been nice and warm. Well, not yes. actually cool. <laughs> nice like, and cool. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of Where the, you been? I'm thinking of the future. No, it's been nice and cool. I've been playing disc golf a lot. And my buddy Phil and I were at Forsyth playing Empire Park. And we saw on the sidewalk a little caterpillar. They're starting their their woolly thing worm? now. A woolly worm. Yes, it's called the woolly bear caterpillar. And it's uh, it's the the dark one. Is it black with the red in the middle, or it's either red on the end with black? In the, I don't know. It's either or. It, oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. And there is a, a long-standing myth out there that. You can measure the length of the the middle part, and if it's long, you know, wide, then it's going to be a bad winter, and if it's short, it's going to be a, a mild winter. But actually, what that is, it's just the different stage of it going through its molting process. So it, there, it's a myth. myth. It right. It it's a myth. But I did see someone post a picture of a whole bunch of persimmons. Yeah. And, Let's talk about that. It was a mixture that. of spoons and knives. Spoons and knives? Yes, there was a couple knives. Not, I'm mostly spoons. It was mostly. spoons. You know what that means, right? Lots of snow and ice. Well, it was mostly spoons. Yeah, so that, that's lots of snow. Mostly snow. But the knives mean bitter cold. Yeah. I thought the knife meant ice. Uh, it's just I. I don't know. Ice, bitter, cold. It doesn't mean anything, people. I know. I'm just saying that's what it's about. Actually, he's right. I had a, I had a, I ran into someone the other day, an acquaintance, and they were talking about uh, their daughter having a dance competition in Kansas City in January. And her husband was like, I don't know why you're even planning that one. We're not going to go. It won't happen. Hello, it's Kansas City in January. And I was like... What does that have to do with That doesn't anything? mean anything. And like, it's always bad in January. I'm like, no, it's not. We've had some very mild winters where we got nothing. It's like, you just never know. I mean, it could, but well, I no, would still could. plan it. <laughs> would still be making sure I had a room. But, and... but still, if it's even an average winter, it may snow for a couple of days and it's going to sunshine come out. it's not going to be like so bad you can't get there. Uh, yeah. I will say Kansas City's a world away from Branton, yeah, in the they do time. get it way worse than we do. That's true. That is true. And but mo- it's not every year. It's not. No. And it's not. And it's not a definite January thing. And exactly. And you we, just never know. It's I Missouri. Mean, we're, we're still on our third La Nina winter in a row. Was this? What is that you mentioned, Corey? Like a tri- triple bond? What did you call it? Triple dip. Triple dip. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. I don't know why it's called that. I don't know. Well, you you read a definition. I'm like, all right, whatever that whatever that means. I don't. Know. I'm starting to think this La Nina things is is a comparable to the woolly worms. You know, it's just, you never know what <laughs> yeah. you're gonna get. It's like a box of chocolates. I did like a box of chocolates. Run into some fans the other day. Oh, did you? Let's let's give a shout out. I happened to steal Corey's jacket, his Stormdar jacket. Um, <laughs> yeah. Me and the kids went down to the landing because we were feeling a little bit crazy that day <laughs> to see the oh the horses the Budweiser Clydesdales oh that's right 
That was fun. Um, (laughs) It was like, let's just go down and see, you know, it's like, let's go see if we can see them. I had no idea like how many people knew about it and how many people. And I thought everybody will be at Soul Dollar City. But some people down there, they didn't know what was going on. Oh, it was funny. The people that didn't know. Okay. So me and the kids go down there. We, they were (laughs) supposed to start at Bass Pro and go down the landing. So I try to go to Bass Pro. That's the bigger parking lot. Yeah. I think I'll have better luck there. Nope, couldn't even get in it. Oh my gosh. So I turn around, come back down the landing. We pull in by Belks. I'm like, you know, we'll get in down here somewhere. Nope, couldn't oh, even really? get into the parking lot. They were waving everybody through, saying there's no spots. I was like, this isn't going to happen, guys. We're, we're going to have to go home. I stress out in crowds anyway. So I was just like, yeah. <laughs> this is not worth it. We're just going to have to go home. But I had a thought, because I have a friend that runs a business downtown Branson, like right there by Starbucks. The downtown Starbucks. So oh, just yeah. right across the yeah. street from the landing. I okay. was like, oh, we could go park there. So we were able to go up and around and get away from all the traffic. Yeah. And park in that parking lot. Had no trouble. Walked the block. I mean, it was an easy walk. Just right, right uh, j- there just to down, the landing. Sure. Showed yeah. up at the fountains. Waited there. And I mean, we got to see him and it was, it was cool. It was like, okay, I'm, I'm glad we stuck it out. This was worth it. But yeah, it was funny because we were all standing there waiting and they're playing, you know how the landing always plays music. There's always some oh, yeah. kind There's of music playing. Well, this was only the Budweiser, the little theme for the horses that oh, they uh-huh. play. That yeah. was all that was playing nonstop. Oh. And so, I mean, duh. It's... Oh, because they hear that. I guess they know what to do or well, something. Well, I mean, no, that's just the theme they play when the Clydesdales are out. Okay, That's yeah. the theme for the parade. So, but I'm standing there and this lady walks up to me and she's like, what? What is happening? <laughs> Why is, I mean, it she was didn't packed. Know. It was oh like gosh. shoulder to shoulder. It was packed the entire landing, the entire way. You couldn't get in there. Oh. So I felt sorry for people trying to shop. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, well, the Budweiser Clydesdales are, are going to parade down the, the route. And she's like, oh. Oh, <laughs> really? Funny. But there that's was, a big deal. It it was a big deal. Yeah, I'm like they, we they were in Hollister the day before. With and I didn't many know that people. they went from Country Mart to Harder House. Yeah, had I known they were going to be in Hollister too, I would have totally went that day. I wouldn't have braved the landing, but I didn't know they were going to be in Hollister. Cut, cu- Country Mart to Harder House. Correct. Oh, okay. I I I had to think of the. I had to place the the so they uh, went route on, in on my the head. Highway? No. 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 You go no, under the under. highway. I know, but I'm, I'm saying still underneath. That's a busy road. Well, it's like an eight-lane road. Well, though they really jacked that road up. And when, when they made that, I told Karen, it's like, this is the most confusing, awful intersection they've ever made. I can, I can see that made. for someone who doesn't live here. I mean, we're just used to it. But. Well, yeah, yeah, we're all used to it. But, but somebody, anyway, there anyway. was a lovely couple with some chairs in front of us, and I was trying to get the kids place because, you know, it looks like the front is free during a parade but when the parade actually gets close to you people kind of swarm in and then you can't see so of course i was making sure the kids were right there up front oh where cool. they could see and this couple was there with their lawn chairs who knows how long they'd been sitting there with their lawn chairs <laughs> but she got to talking to us and asking or whatnot and i was like oh are i like are you guys local do you live here and she's like yeah we live in Brayson and and i was like yeah us too and whatnot but then she saw my jacket i was wearing Corey's storm dark yeah. jacket She's like, oh, Stormdar. She's like, do you follow them too? Uh, Kinda. I don't have a choice. <laughs> do you tell her what? Yeah, I what, was like, what yeah, she say? Actually, my husband and his friend are Stormdar, but yeah, she oh. thought that was very cool. Oh. So then she went and she called her son over and everybody's like, come here, come here, look, I've met celebrity, Stormdar. celebrity. And I'm like, well, uh, I'm not Stormdar. <laughs> <laughs> well, you kind of are. I mean, because you're on the podcast and you help. You know. 
But it was beautiful weather down there. Awesome. Like, it was perfect. That was just two nights ago? Thursday. Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday evening. No, Ooh. no, no, not Thursday. Friday. No. I don't know where I'm oh, going. Oh, Friday, Friday evening? Thursday they were in Hollister. Friday. Friday evening. It was evening. Friday at 4 o'clock. Okay. Well, that's a good segue because what happened Friday night... That was the cold front that was supposed to come through. We got a bunch of frost advisories going on. Now, not for Springfield, not for us, but Buffalo, Ava, they got into a frost advisory. I mean, everything kind of just northeast of Springfield... Um, yeah, frost advisory that night and Saturday night into Sunday morning, frost advisory for east of us, like north of uh, West Plains. Well, it was chilly in the shade. I, I was going to say, and it breezy, probably got a little... But once you were in the sun, it was kind of warm. So That's the way it is with disc golf. I mean, when Phil and I are playing or I'm, we're outside playing, if the sun's on you, we're like, oh my gosh, my... You know, we get right under a tree... And the winds was like, oh, now yeah. it's a little chilly. We got in, we got behind some buildings where we were in the shade. Yeah, and the breeze was blowing through there, and it was kind of chilly. But well, we're not expecting that. I mean, and P- honestly, there's a few people on on our site that are freaking out because it's like you know we'll monitor for frost. You know, there could be some low lying area because that's what happens when it pools, and they're like, oh, do I need to take my plants in? You know, what am I gonna? It's like no, 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 no. It's like if there's any frost, we'll we'll. And Talk I mean, about that sounds it. crazy, but I I know we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. but when I was younger, <clears throat> in the 80s, mm-hmm. um, I remember a couple of Halloweens that were, well, we've had some really cold Halloweens here, but I remember Halloweens with snow. Oh, me too. Like, I remember trick-or-treating in the snow and freezing to death in my I mean, costume. Not, not deep snow. I mean, here, because I'm from Springfield. Well, I mean, I, I mean, did, some, did you in Miami? Did you have I like snow? Some pretty good snow a couple of times on Halloween. Yes, I remember some snow flurries, but I don't remember. No, no, not actually snowing on. on Halloween. Like it had snowed, and we were trying to maneuver and walk through the snow to trick or treat. It wasn't like snowing. An appreciable, appreciable yes. snow. Like I was wearing. I remember one year I wore dress shoes with my outfit. Like I was Red Riding Hood or something that, yeah, so. that I had to wear dress shoes. What year was this? We need to verify. I was going to say, I. Uh, well, okay. I don't remember if it was the year I was Little Red Riding Hood or if I was Minnie Mouse. I wore dress shoes multiple times because <laughs> they just went with my costume. But I remember trying to tromp through the snow in my dress shoes and it was not cool. How much snow? Like two not inches? A lot, but enough to make it uncomfortable. I was going to say, I. <clears throat> in October. Not enough that you didn't, you need, you know, snow boots. It could it could have been in the early eighties. Little Red Riding Hood. It could have been I ash was... from Mount St Helens, not snow. Oh, stop! Oh, you know that's true that's because it, I'm trying to you think know here. that okay. happened. Little, okay, Minnie Mouse. I was in third grade, which would have been what year? <clears throat> what year were you been in third grade? How would I have been? Let's see. Well, I would have been in seven, sixth eight. grade. I would have so. been eight, so that would have been like eighty nine ish, 89, somewhere in there. Really? Little Red Riding Hood was. First, second grade, so 85, 86, somewhere in there. I don't know. I just, I remember it. I'm kind of leaning toward what Corey said, like mid-80s, but like yeah, earlier. Right. But I mean, like I said, we've had some bitter cold Halloweens here. Not snowing, but... I remember it snowing when I worked at KSN in Joplin on Halloween. It was cool. We had it on the tower cam. We could see it snowing. It wasn't nothing gathered up on the ground but, but, but in missouri it's like there is no way to know when you buy your kid's costume it could be oh, 90 no 
no, no. And they're going to be sweating and smothering, or it's going to be twenty, and they're going to be freezing. Right. Like it's. But but my but my my whole point is we're not talking like five inches of snow on the oh, ground. No, no, no. We're no, just talking no. like a little bit, it's like or something. A, you yeah. know, maybe an inch or two, just enough to okay. make it annoying. That would make sense. But you know what? I I wonder what Halloween climatology is because I bet you in the past twenty years. We probably haven't had any snow on the ground. No, I don't recall any. And 20 years ago, it was like 2002. I don't no! recall any since we've had kids. Okay. And we've been trick-or-treating Grant's for 23 20, kids. He, Grant was born in 2000? He'll be 24 in December. Oh, so 98. Yeah. Oh, so okay. I don't recall any snow in his lifetime of Halloween's. Okay. I can but recall there's been some cold nights. I can 30s. recall some really cold ones. No, I believe that. That's easy. And I can recall some I'm really just, hot ones. Okay. I but, remember some very rainy ones. I remember a couple of rainy ones. And it was pretty recent, like in the past five years. Uh, 2018. 17 or 18. It was a cold when we, remember rain. Remember when we lived over in Westwood? We couldn't That hardly was 2018. Ever, and, and it was, it was a pouring. cold rain. It was pouring. That makes, and our that kids makes went, sense. And, you know, Westwood, or that area, the, the yards are all an acre each. It's not just door to door. you got to walk a mile to get to Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but the, see, I think it's really cool if you have a nice cold, chilly rain and fog. Because that's Halloween yeah, if you're not it. out in it. No, out in it. Let them get their colds. You know, they get well, they came home with buckets of candy, but the buckets were full of so much water, the candy was ruined, so... Well, didn't the parents teach them pointless. how to like keep the water out of the bucket? They're little kids, and I wasn't going yeah, out in it. I yeah. sent them out on their own. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> but I remember like trunk <coughs> treats being canceled over the past several years. So. Really? <sighs> Moving on. Know. Moving on. Well, hey, what was the high today? Do you, Do you remember? I'm gonna I guess mean, around I, 81, but I don't. Yeah, because I because it got it got warm today. Yeah, because the past several days. It's been High right seventy one. Yeah, which okay. So I, I dug out the averages. I, I want to do that every week now. So the average high and low for Springfield at, at today is seventy three and fifty. So we're kind of around that. Uh, next Sunday will be seventy and forty seven. We're going to drop about three degrees apiece, uh, but we're on this warming trend. So are you checking, Corey? We got it seventy eight point four. Seventy eight. It well, that's definitely warmer. I mean, I was out there sweating, and it's like, oh my gosh, this is like, you know, I'm good at upper 60s and around 70 for disc golf. I can do the whole 18, but when it gets up in the upper 70s, I'm like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. So, how's your is your computer up? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there has been hinting. The National Weather Service has been hinting for maybe some showers and thunderstorms on Wednesday with the cold front. So I want to get that right. That would be amazing. Yeah. Well, I want to get to Corey. I want to hear what he has to say with his next segment. Model Minute. Model Minute. What do they say? It's the Model Minute. Yeah. I want to toss it to you, Corey. So there's chatter. So verify the chatter. The model minute is, uh, we should say it's not a forecast. We should say it's only computer models. Right. Nothing to do with a forecast. Exactly. Uh, last week we were talking about that wave of 90 degree weather going to come through around the 12th. I remember that. It leveled out, didn't it? Okay, that's, that's happen, gone. Okay. Which is great. <coughs> yeah, I don't want 90s. But we were still watching this cold front possibly come through, even in last week, remember? Maybe some showers and thunderstorms. Those showers and thunderstorms kind of mellowed out a little bit. I tell you what, uh, today's Sunday, right? Today is Sunday the 9th. Well, on Wednesday, yeah. 
you know, we which is have about a the chance 12th. of yep. showers and thunderstorms throughout the day. Uh, tell you what, they really pick up to our east, like you know, maybe some actual thunder, but hmm. maybe lighter stuff for here, Springfield down into Arkansas. By the time it gets into the eastern part of Missouri, it kind of <coughs> blows up just a little bit. But uh, I'll take what we can get, anything we can get, right? Oh, my gosh, anything. You know, and NWS right now, I think they're just waiting. So they just threw a 50-50 chance for Wednesday. That makes – that's that's pretty good. Yeah. And then looking further on down into the uh, no man's land is what I call it, which could or could not happen, but probably not. Mm-hmm. We have another chance coming up. Uh, the last 10 days, well, week of October. That's around Probably birthday. looks like another chance. That's more around your birthday. Yeah. It's between our birthdays. Which, okay, yeah. Around the 24th. Uh, it's probably just another cold front coming through because we're in a transition month. And that's what happens in October. Okay. Let me bring exactly. up some temperatures here. Yeah, because they, they had talked about... I, I mean, there's chatter. When I say chatter, the AFD, every forecast discussion, is like, yeah, you know, there's some rain, but yeah, it's not going to be widespread. It's not going to be a drought buster by any means. So it's not even going to, it's just, no, gonna, it might tease us for a second. Get some any skywalker. Uh, temperatures are going to remain pretty much in the same ballpark where they're at right now for at least the next couple of days. And then comes the 12th. And maybe a little cooler on the 12th. That's when that uh, rain comes through the tw- between the 12th and the 13th. Okay. And I'm trying to look at, you know, 72 for a high on Friday, the 14th, maybe. Ooh, now that, are you looking at GFS? Yeah, this is the GFS. Okay. Uh, okay, I, I've just loaded up. It warms um, up a little bit the next day, though. Well, now, okay, now I just loaded up National Weather Service. Now, what Corey and I are talking about is the data we have. On tonight, Sunday night. So it could change tomorrow, but uh, yeah. So on Thursday, the National Weather Service for Branson, actually it says Hollister, but I really want to get Branson because you never know that one degree may make a difference. Mm -hmm. Uh, They say the high Thursday, 69. Well, let's see here. 4 p.m. Thursday. Let me click on Branson. Springfield has 64. Branson has, they have a 67. So okay. that's not bad. Yeah. And, and again, this is Sunday. We're talking Thursday. So this is several days out. Um, can can you, Once you're done, I want you to do me a favor. What's that? Uh, can you load the, what's one of the mezzos? Uh, the NAM. Can you load the NAM in? And I'll tell you why. Uh, why you load that in. I want to say the National Weather Service in Springfield has plopped Branson overnight Monday a 20% chance of thunderstorms, 20%, that's not much. Thursday... Overnight Monday? Yeah, overnight Monday. Now, Tuesday, they have a 30% chance of showers before 1 p.m. So something... Now, this is new, actually. I'm seeing it for this first yeah, time. Yeah, I see it right here on the GFS, too. Okay. Monday night at 10 p.m., a little chance right over Branson into Tuesday morning. Okay. And again, Tuesday night... Tuesday night. Uh, they said 30% chance of showers. I'm looking, you know, it's more like early, early Wednesday morning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 1 a.m. Wednesday, right. Okay, so so there is some validity going on there. Yeah, but that's the same. 
that's the cold front we're talking about, I think. Yes, yes. Oh, and I see exactly what you were just saying a while ago, because a little warm-up again, uh, Saturday's high 78, but Sunday, next Sunday, 67. So that's what you're saying. We got so let's that. look at uh, overnight lows for the, for the yeah. model run here. Yeah, let's Kinda see how Get an frost. idea of... Because I got some fist-sized green tomatoes out there that need to ripen Ooh. up before I... Okay. Before we get some freezing temperatures. So let's in get here. that garden forecast. So I'm looking, I'm just going to scroll. I'm looking for blues and greens. Yes. And I, I'm going, ooh, there's some right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. This has Branson's low at, well, I keep scrolling past it. Hold on. Those models. If anybody's ever worked these models, Pivotal or there's tons of models out there, you got to be really careful to. You got to look at the. <laughs> it's easy to scroll are. past. Thirty-two. Oh, for Branson for next Sunday, Tuesday, October eighteenth at seven a.m. Oh, which isn't. That's only a week out. Well, the average frost is the fifteenth. Hmm, interesting. My tomatoes might be ripe in a week. They have hints of maybe turning red soon. A little bit of reddish in there. Yeah, because <laughs> she's not going to let me bring them in. Well, no, and I don't want to bring the whole them in. pot. Well, yeah. Is it massive? Oh, okay. Then, well, like I'll... Uh, in the spring, when he has to bring the pots in, it takes up the whole living room. I probably have 100 tomatoes Seriously? I he brings in like eight animal. pots, and they're massive. Oh, my God. Corey, you live in an apartment. <laughs> I probably have 100 tomatoes in, out there right now. They're all green, and I'm like, I mean, you, you know what? I mean, you can pick them, and you can wrap them in red. newspapers, and they'll ripen. But they're not the but same. But, yeah, it wouldn't be the same. No. Oh, wow. And uh, I could probably protect them. them outside. It's just... And, and I'm saying that's a week away. It gets down to 32 and no colder. Yeah. And but that I don't could see, change. I don't see any more uh, mornings getting that cold. Yeah. And I got to stress that could change because remember well, last week we were saying it's a 90. Model. Yeah, it's a model. Exactly. You know. We shouldn't even have to say that it could change because right. it's a model. <laughs> People it's should not know that by now. It's a prediction. Right. It is not. It's a forecast. A, it's an algorithm. It's a computer program, yeah. computer generated. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not, not a carved forecast. in stone. But what people need to understand is when we get close to a time where it we could get a killing frost here in Branson, we're going to aver- we'll headline it. We're going to make, you know, all capitals frost advisory, take your stuff in, you know, so you don't really have to worry. Well, they'll come out with freeze warnings by then. I mean, if it's going to be if it's going to end the growing okay. season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we have, uh, I don't. Do we, we had frost advisories to our north just here past a couple of days, yeah. didn't we? I have a question for you, and I've noticed this, and it hasn't happened in our CWA, but it happens in Tulsa. We generally have a frost advisory and a freeze warning. Now, this is what we call the Central Regional Headquarters, or CRH area of the National Weather Service. When you get below, when you get Oklahoma and Arkansas, you get in what's called the SRH or the Southern Regional Headquarters. So my guess is there's tweaks to the products. The reason I'm saying that is Tulsa tends to have three of them. They have a frost advisory, a freeze warning, and a hard freeze warning. 
we don't have a hard freeze, or I don't remember a hard freeze warning in my in our area. Do you remember a hard freeze warning? No. I don't. I've never even heard of it. It is very common in Arkansas and Oklahoma. I see a hard freeze warning a lot. I mean, I'm from Oklahoma, and I never heard of it. Are you serious? I've never heard of a hard yeah. freeze. Well, I'm going to take a screenshot and send it what's to you. What's the difference between a hard freeze and a freeze warning? A freeze warning is when temperatures are expected to be at or below 32 degrees. But A hard freeze warning is 28 degrees or below. But Springfield usually won't issue that freeze warning unless it's going to be a hard freeze, really. Right. Right, but they don't have that classification is what I'm saying. They have two. Well, think of Oklahoma. It's all farmland. You have True. Wheat, you have winter wheat, you have different classifications. Yeah. So maybe that has something to do with it. Well, that's what I mean. They're in the southern region, so that would make actually a lot more sense because you've got different types of crops that would be susceptible for that. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. So. Is that all you got in your model minute over there? I wish that was I had like a more. model hour. I wish I had more. No, I mean, we need I wish the we had more. I know there's like <laughs> I wish we had some kind of a more of a rainy outlook, but we don't. At this point, no, we sh- we certainly don't. So, and this rain isn't going to be I mean, yeah, it's going to be talked about because we just haven't had any. <laughs> But it's not going to amount to jack squat. Well, a lot of people at the Hughes are like, we're going to get rain. I'm like, don't get excited. That's what they were talking about. (laughs) It's going to rain Tuesday. We can't do this. We can't do this. It's going to rain. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh I mean, I'd be excited if it does. It would be great. I would love a whole day of rain. But we need one. We need a tropical system. So let's get to the next segment and see if we're going to get one. It's tropical. And the answer is no. So let's get to the weather school. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. You know, we got something very interesting again, Corey, going on with the tropical update. It, the only thing in the Atlantic, I'm going to put a tense on this, was Tropical Storm Julia. Maximum sustained winds of 45 mile per hour, traveling west at 16. It has been traveling westward over Nicaragua all day. And as of this evening, it crossed over into the Pacific. I think this is the third storm, I think, that has done the crossover. So I was looking at the Atlantic and it's like, what? They stopped at 1 o'clock this afternoon. And so I went to the Pacific and they've changed the headers because Julia has crossed over into the Pacific. So when you check the Pacific outlook... It says Tropical Storm Julia <laughs> will ride uh, northwestward uh, parallel to the Pacific coastline and then probably by tomorrow afternoon kind of dissipate. So I think this is the third one that's actually crossed over. Now it was a hurricane when it hit. Was it? I did yeah, not see that. Okay. It hit land as a hurricane and went to a tropical storm. I was going to say probably a low end. Yeah, right? it was a Category 1. Yeah, okay. Right now, we're 60-mile-per-hour winds. You know, it's not too far off from being a hurricane. Well, check, uh, check the Pacific because it went down to 45. If you're looking at Atlantic, it keeps it at 60. Oh, well, hold on. That, see, that's what confused me. Yeah. <laughs> You have to go to Pacific tab and then go down there. It's like, oh, okay, because Pacific is taken over now. Unless, unless I mean, 
I don't think it was. Like, 7 o'clock tonight, it was at 45. Did it ramp back up? It doesn't say. Okay. It's kind of scarce information. Okay, I'll show you at the weather school. Actually, it is time for the weather school because we have been talking about frost and freeze. And this week, we need to bring this back so everybody knows what a frost and a freeze is and what you can do to protect your crops and your outdoor plumbing. And just a, a reiteration of really don't put your animals outside when it freezes. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, Stormed Our Weather School. The National Weather Service has placed the area under a frost advisory. Typically, frost can occur when the temperature falls below 36 degrees, especially in rural areas. It is a localized phenomena and can be quite variable across a small area. While the National Weather Service does not keep track of frost in observations per se, they do keep track of when temperatures hit the freezing mark or fall below. Frost becomes more widespread when the temperature falls below 32 degrees, with some freeze possible. Let's talk about the different types of frost. There's hoar frost, also called radiation frost, and that refers to white ice crystals deposited on the ground or loosely attached to exposed objects such as wires or leaves. It forms on cold, clear nights when conditions are such that heat radiates out to the open air faster than it can be replaced from nearby sources, like wind or warm objects. Hoarfrost may develop even when the air temperature a few feet above the ground is well above freezing. The word hoar, H-O-A-R, comes from an Old English adjective that means showing signs of old age. In this context, it refers to the frost that makes trees and bushes look like white hair. There's white frost, and that is a solid deposition of ice that forms directly from water vapor in the air. White frost forms when the relative humidity is above 90% and the temperature is below 18 degrees. It grows against the wind direction, and the wind can't be too strong or else it damages the delicate icy structures as they begin to form. White frost resembles a heavy coating of hoarfrost with big interlocking crystals, usually needle-shaped. There's window frost, also called fern frost or ice flowers, and that forms when a glass pane is exposed to very cold air on the outside and warmer and moderately moist air on the inside. If the pane is not a good insulator, for example, if it's a single window pane, then water vapor condenses on the glass, forming frost patterns. 
With very low temperatures outside, frost can appear on the bottom of the window, even with double-pane energy-efficient windows, because the air advection between the two panes of glass ensures that the bottom part of the glazing unit is colder than the top part. On unheated motor vehicles, the frost will usually form on the outside surface of the glass first. There's advection frost, also called wind frost, and that refers to tiny ice spikes that form when very cold wind is blowing over tree branches, poles, and other surfaces. It looks like rimming on the edges of flowers and leaves and usually forms against the direction of the wind. It can occur at any hour, day, or night. Black frost, or a killing frost, is not strictly speaking frost at all because it is the condition seen in crops when the humidity is too low for frost to form, but the temperature falls so low that plant tissues freeze and become blackened, hence the term black frost. Black frost is often called killing frost because white frost tends to be less cold, partly because the latent heat of the freezing of the water reduces the temperature drop. There's rime, R-I-M-E, and that is a type of ice deposition that occurs quickly, often under heavily humid and windy conditions. Technically speaking, it's not a type of frost since usually supercooled water droplets are involved, in contrast to the formation of hoarfrost in which water vapor desubliminates slowly and directly. Ships traveling through Arctic seas may accumulate large quantities of rime on the rigging, but unlike hoarfrost, which has a feathery appearance, rime generally has an icy and solid appearance. A frost advisory is issued when conditions warrant the development of frost, especially in low-lying areas. Frost usually forms on those cold nights with very little wind, aided by a large area of cold high pressure. Again, frost can develop when temperatures are above freezing, but when temps are forecasted to fall below freezing for at least three hours, then a freeze warning is issued. Freeze warnings are only issued in the fall and spring. In the fall, a freeze warning is usually issued once, when the forecasted temperatures are expected to be cold enough to put an end to the growing season. Temps from 29 to 32 degrees for a few hours overnight will kill off sensitive plants, but temps below 28 degrees tend to harm the most hardy vegetation. In the spring, freeze warnings are issued after the growing season starts and is an alert to farmers and gardeners to be sure and protect their crops. Here's some things to know if you get under a frost advisory or a freeze warning in the spring. Wet soil holds heat better than dry soil, protecting roots and warming air near the soil. Bed sheets, drop cloths, blankets, and plastic sheets make suitable covers for vulnerable plants. Use stakes to keep material, especially plastic, from touching the foliage but be sure to remove the coverings when temperatures rise the next day. When we start seeing frost advisories or freeze warnings in the fall, then we know what's just around the corner. Winter. 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 
If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. So now you should know if we uh, post that there's a frost advisory, you're pretty much okay. Just protect those sensitive plants. But if you get a freeze warning, yeah, you're going to lose some stuff. If you really want to keep it, bring it inside, you know, or really cover it up. So there you go. Okay, it's time for In Other News. I only have a couple of things uh, here. Uh, Springfield radar is still down. We knew it would be down a couple of weeks. Uh, There's a really cool video of them taking the radome off. Uh, I was wanting to see more. They they took the radome off. That's the big, looks like a golf ball. Then they took the pedestal, and then it stopped. Is that all they've done so far? (laughs) That's basically what they do, and then they're going to put it back together again. Yeah, yeah, to replace the pedestal, but that's it. Um, What's going on with the drought, Corey? I mean, it's worse. Now, what do you think? It's no rain. It's worsening. Yeah. And the heat went away, and the humidity went away, per se. There's no allergies. You're rhyming. Yeah. (laughs) Poet and... Didn't even know it. Didn't know it. But your feet are love fillers. I didn't even realize it. No. Um, (laughs) So the allergens are, they're like nothing. There's nothing out there. There's no allergens. Yet my nose has been driving me crazy. But it's dry. Oh, Okay, so we went to this cold weather. So now my house is dry. So I wake up in the middle of the night like choking because I'm so dry. I have no spit and I have to drink water, and my eyes are itching, and like everything is just dry. It's like I've taken an allergy pill to dry everything up, but I haven't. And now it's drying out even more. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Here in Branson, we're under a moderate drought. But is it OD2? Further west. No, D2 is severe. Oh, okay. D1. Okay. Uh, the further <coughs> west you get, you know, Cassville's under a D2 severe, and then a big swath of uh, western Missouri almost to Springfield all the way to the west and up by Nevada is a D3 extreme drop. But, man, north of Joplin, most of Jasper County, Barton County, under a D4, an exceptional drought. That That's a top, right? That Yeah. Ugh. That's a Category 4. A Cat 4 well, drought. Category 5 if you count the D0. You know. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's it, and it's going to take a lot. To put a dent in a D four. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we're not talking. Well, what's that could, coming? That could persist through winter. It really could. Yeah. yeah, because what's happening now? I mean, with the model minute coming in, maybe a little showers on wind. That's not good. That's that's like sprinkling sprinkling water. You know, that's nothing. That's not going to take anything. On I that. would love a whole day, like a nice cool day in the sixties raining all day that's what we need <sighs> wouldn't well, that be amazing regardless of the 60s we just need rain turn we need on moisture. the fire and just watch it rain oh, all day you're one of these like people that like oh i don't say i love rain as long as i don't have to be out in it yeah well there you go <laughs> never mind your husband who has to go and work oh he's fine oh, he's okay. in a building oh well, there you go okay. have you heard about the uh mississippi river what's going on over there no well, they have a, a cruise line called Viking Cruise Lines, and you on can on the Mississippi River. Yeah, it goes. Yeah, from I believe it. St. Paul, uh, Minnesota, down to New Orleans. 
It takes mm. two weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A whole big cruise ship? Yeah, well, they only hold like 300 people. Still. I mean, that's a, the whole thing. It's two weeks. Yeah. 386. Okay. It's a two-week cruise, and uh, they can't complete their voyage because of low water levels. <gasps> no. Unusually low water levels along the Mississippi River have caused sections of the river to be closed, impacting all northbound and southbound shipping traffic so not only the cruise ships but the barges as well Seriously? but that just affects the shipping crisis that's going on in america right now no, you know, no wait 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 did, did they say where that is i mean because we're talking like st paul to new orleans that's a long go? way yeah. yeah where did it get stopped up it my, is, my guess is not st louis because the river's it's really not wide. saying it's not yeah. saying wow well because they, they have the locks they have the locks and dams on the things but yeah i mean if it gets too thin no nobody can go oh my gosh no i did not hear that i assume it's closer up to saint paul i'm gonna guess i i would yeah i would guess north of saint louis i mean Mm -hmm. oh my lord no that's 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 ungood yeah i wish it told me where but it doesn't uh well you look for that um well, and then, Shara, we just talked about pollen. The, now, pollen.com does have ragweed, but it's like this much. <laughs> it's like low. Right. It's like maybe, nothing. The yeah. numbers are nil. I mean, they were yeah, like 900 even, last week, and now they're yeah. like three. Three weeks ago. Five, I'm just yeah, saying, but nothing. that didn't affect me. But now, all of a sudden, I'm yeah. having issues, but I'm I'm waking up dry. Oh, I'm I always wake up, up dry. I wake up dry. I'm always dehydrated. I'm like downing water all the well, time. Well, I mean, I'm always thirsty, but not like so dry that my throat's scratchy and my eyes are burning. And Yeah, and mold, I'm sure, is not too much out there because there's no rain. You kind of need some moisture for, for mold. Um, I didn't check mold. Breaking news, breaking news. Do it now before your segment. Okay. There's a new supercomputer model out. Have you heard about this? Nope. No, because I don't read the news. It's showing that the Earth's tectonic plates are constantly moving, which we already knew well, that. Well, we knew that, right. But uh, right now, if they, if they persist, the Am- America is going to merge with Asia as the Pacific Ocean is shrinking. Oh, sweet. Did you hear about this? No. Hundreds of millions of years from now, Earth will look unrecognizable, which, of course. I don't care. It did. It did a hundred millions of years ago. Right, but I mean, like, who cares? I'm not gonna be here. We're pretty sure, and uh, it's gonna. They're certain that it's gonna uh, form a new continent in two hundred to three hundred million years. We're gonna have a huge continent between what is it, China and America? Well, it's called Asia and it's North form America. Its own yeah. continent. Asia, America. Uh, yeah. America-Asia? America-Asia. Yeah. No. North America-Asia, and they could be South America-Asia, but there's not much oh. in the South. No, nope. they've already named it. Oh, they have. Amasia. <laughs> oh! It is Amasia! I'm Amasia! Oh. Oh. It'll amaze you. Okay, so let me ask you about <laughs> if Amasia forms... <laughs> Sorry, that's funny. Are you are you going to have hurricanes or typhoons? Maybe the East Coast would have a hurricane, the West Coast would have a typhoon. No, you have a you have a hurricane. There you go. 
or a Tycane. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, oh, something to watch out Tornation. for. Yeah, I, I, I think okay, so you say like two to three hundred million years. That's correct. Okay, okay. So, yeah. Mark your calendars now. Well, I'm going to worry about it next year. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to worry about it this year. It's best to prepare now. Get just get ready for things. Okay. So I should bury a time you know, capsule for my relatives. Well, my question is: Will there be COVID? No. My not. question is: <laughs> When does the sun explode? Is it before then? Because isn't it supposed to you oh, know, give out someday? Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Every states. star gives out. Yeah. To, that could that could be 199 million yeah. years. Yeah, right. they might it might explode before. The, yeah, interesting. We, you, what is it? Am, amnesia? What is it? Amasia. Oh, ama- not amnesia. Amnesia. I like amnesia. No, it'll amnesia. <laughs> it's to be amazing. <laughs> oh my! It just goes God. to show that restaurant that formed in oh. Forsyth a couple We're years ago that is no longer there was two hundred to three hundred. <laughs> It was two hundred to three hundred million years ahead of its time. <laughs> it just That's why it appeared failed. Appeared in the middle of Forsyth. It was called the Chinese Mexican Burrito. Yeah, hey, and that place was good. So you had good. Chinese and you had Mexican, and it was good. Which is Chex- Mexican. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it there wasn't built. Or, it or was Mexanese. Just, <laughs> it just like was that. formed like in the middle of Forsyth. <laughs> One day they all woke up well, and it was there. You know, we used to stop at that restaurant on my way to my grandmother's house in Cedar Creek. I never actually went there myself, but I had people that loved it. Have we gone off the rails? What is this a weather podcast? Wait, well, it's it's tectonic. I'm hungry, but I I know if that were to happen, Chinese and Mexican. If that were to happen. Would we have tornadoes? Would tornado alleys shift? Who really really cares at that point? That's something we have to think about this earth. Um, I don't think I don't want to get into this conversation. I think probably, <laughs> uh, well, it depends on if the Rocky Mountains are still there, because you have leeward wind coming out with something. I assume some Warren Mountains were probably formed by then. Well, yeah, but then you would have to have, on the southeastern flank, you'd have to have warm water with winds coming up, because that's what's making the, the tornadoes now. We could have, like, 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 like... EF nines going on. Well, if you have EF nine tornadoes, then that's probably what killed the dinosaurs. Yeah, and I'm sure. Well, I'm sure that Spielberg, Spielberg, or whoever will make a movie about it. So there you go. Spielberg's gonna be long gone. His ancestors. I hope they're good at writing movies. Okay, moving on. Uh, (laughs) uh, Hey, did you guys when you came in? Did you look up in the sky tonight? We did not. Uh, I didn't think so. I did. He What'd put you the see? drone up before we came over. It's just a moon. It's well, a moon. but it's it's a special moon. Not really. I know. <laughs> I know. I posted. <laughs> I posted on on our page. It's like it's I've not got even two a super likes. Moon. No, it's not a super moon. It's called the the hunter's moon. Do you know why it's called the hunter's moon? Do people hunt under it? Well, no. It's the last full. Uh, not the last, but it's the full moon of October that is supposed to be the start. Uh, it's supposed to be signal hunters that they need to start hunting to prepare their food for the winter. Oh, before they had a calendar that said open season? Right. <laughs> Don't watch the moon. It's legal now. Let's go hunting. 
Oh my god. That's why they call it the Hunter's Moon. Because <laughs> you're supposed to go hunting now. I'm just saying, there's a calendar now. They know when to start hunting. They're out well, there. Well, they don't care, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So last week, last yeah. month was the Harvest Moon. Yeah. So, so you, you harvest all the crabs. Crops. Crops. Sorry. The crabs. <laughs> you get the crops out of the way, then you can go hunting the not, next month. I did not mean to say <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, I'm sorry, Corey. Harvest the crap out of the <laughs> Harvest the crop. Okay, harvest the crops for. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it. Okay, we are going after it. Please finish. I'll stop. Were you saying something? Corey? I did finish. Oh, you did oh, finish? Okay. Amasia oh. is going to happen. <laughs> It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> amazing. Okay. Um, amazing. I think amazing. We, we need to quickly go to the next segment because we're going off the rails. <laughs> get ready to get educated in Shara's fun facts are this week in weather history, whichever one she has prepared for today. Whew. Yeah. I to catch my breath. I bet. <laughs> okay, so Shara, it's your segment. So, what you got over there? I have a little bit of both again. Uh, yay! We like that. Okay. Uh, I have some totally random facts. Okay. First. Um, and I wish I knew this at the beginning of summer. Playing dance music can help ward off mosquitoes. Now, Corey's not, oh? Corey's not one, but I am a mosquito magnet. Well, yes. And they like me, and they'll find me, and <laughs> I can have 8,000 bites, and he'll have none. <laughs> It's because you have a vitamin deficiency. Oh. Because I'm sweet. So I don't get any nutrition, but you are sweet. Okay, there you go. All right. Playing electronic dance music could be just what you need to scare away those pesky mosquitoes in the summer. Apparently, they don't like dance parties. That's good to know. (laughs) One 2019 study published the Skrillex song, Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites. Combines very high and very low frequencies, as well as excessive loudness and constantly escalating pitch. And that discourages the yellow fever mosquito from biting victims and mating. Ah, that's good to know. So, go look up Skrillex. S-K-R-I-L-L-E-X. Okay, Skrillex. Good. Okay. It's EDM music. So, scary monsters and nice sprites. You know what EDM stands for? Electronic dance music. Oh my gosh, you did know. Wait, wait, where's take a my dick? Shot yeah. in the dark here. No, that's right. I didn't know. <laughs> the EDM is like, I don't know, like you're European. I don't know. Okay, go ahead. Anywho, yeah, so I mean, why didn't I know this in the summer? I could have been playing electronic dance music. It's October now. I was like, we, we have, have to wait till next year. We won't Do you want to know the real way? Ooh, <clears throat> yes. To prevent bi- Stay mosquito inside. bites. Oh. Uh, it's. I had to look. I, had, I knew what it was, but I had to look up the exact vitamin. It's vitamin B one. You need more of it in your blood, or uh, thiamine. So they like low iron. Called? No, wait, wait. Are you saying if you have more in your blood, they like you, or they, they do, do no, not? If you have they a do deficient. not. It repels uh, because it changes your scent just a little bit. Oh, so you need to pop a B vitamin before you go out to the whatever. Or I can just play EDM and have a dance party. Do both. Vitamin B1, also known as thiamine, thiamine, Uh 
is it changes the chemistry of the blood and alters one's smell to make it less attractive to mosquitoes. Oh, I like that. And this is from the very uh, reliable Journal of Insect Science. I read it daily. I believe that. .edu. I read that at the uh, barbershop the other day. Nice. Okay. Sweet. Paganophobia. Have you heard of the... A fear of bugs. Nope. Oh. Fear of beards. Beards? Now, we're coming up on No Shave November. Yeah. (laughs) Now, you probably know your fair share of men who sport some sort of facial hair. Yeah. But if you suffer from paganophobia, the fear of beards, then you'd probably better avoid them. I think I have that. (laughs) And it turns out this fear can be justified. 2018 study published in a journal of European radiology suggests beards contain significantly higher amounts of bacteria than dogs. Yeah. Beards are gross. Then dog's hair, people. Come on. Beards are gross. I don't like beards. I, My mother likes facial hair. I don't. I don't, I don't want to grow it. I'm not a facial well, hair. Well, I don't grow it because you know why? I'm old now, so every time I grow it, it turns white. It's like, I don't want... It makes me look 10 years older. Well, Corey has always struggled to grow it, but... Yeah. Well, you can, you've had a kind of beard for a while. <sighs> I cut it real short. He keeps it yeah. short because I'm not a fan. I'm looking at Stroopwaffle here. <laughs> But, you know, anyway, <laughs> significantly higher amounts of bacteria than dogs. Yeah. I hate beard. Like, blood. on your face. I know. Sleeping in your in bed. The, uh, is this in the uh, Beard Science Monthly you're reading this yeah. from? I, His was insective. Yeah. Did sec- Insecticide I'm, Monthly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying I'm a nurse. I've seen some pretty nasty beards in my time. I bet you have. So. And you get the shears and go. I'm not going to go into detail. Okay. We, we will not because it's a <clears throat> weather podcast. Okay. The average American spends about two and a half days of a year looking for lost items. <laughs> two and a half whole days. Just two and now, a half whole days. If you're my husband or my children. <laughs> I feel like this is a little higher because they can't ever find anything. Hence the coats. Now, I can your... walk into a room and find it immediately. Well, that's what women do. Even though they've been searching for hours. Yeah. But I mean, just right before we came here, Corey was like tearing my purse apart trying to find my keys. And I walked up and immediately pulled them out. It's like, I okay. Wow, those were hidden deep in the purse. See, my, my deal. It, whenever Karen would say, get in my purse and find this, I'm like, no, I will bring your he purse to you. He will literally bring me my purse. Yeah. Because and my I, kids are the same way. Yeah. You if know I'm what's like, in there. go get a five out of my purse or something, no, they'll bring me the whole purse, which is fine. They're smart kids. I don't want them tearing up my purse. But yeah, I just, I really feel like, um, <laughs> anyway, there was a, actually a thing like largest independent lost and found survey. They did this thing in the U.S. in April of 2017. Research showed that Americans spend around two and a half days each year in total looking for their lost things. And, of course, we all know the most commonly misplaced items. Phone. Remotes, phones, keys, glasses. Okay. It also found that 29% of people who lost their wallet or purse had them returned. 
Oh, really? Okay. So that's surprisingly good odds. See, I, I am one of these people. I will not lose my wallet. I just won't. It's on me. It does not leave me. It is on me. Here's it, the thing. Yeah. Okay. And this is Corey. He <laughs> is bad about leaving his wallet in whatever pants he last wore. Oh. <clears throat> so he can be tearing the house apart. Can't find my wallet. Can't find my wallet. And I can literally go into the bathroom. <laughs> Find the dirty clothes, pick out the last pair of pants you wore, and there it is. There it is. Okay. No problem. Okay, so the other day, <clears throat> and I felt kind of responsible, I woke up early in the morning and my car didn't start. My battery was dead. It kind of hesitated the day before, so we yeah. thought, ooh, the battery might be going low. <clears throat> but I woke up the next morning, dead, wouldn't even start. Called Grant. He came down with his car to help me get the kids to school. And then he called us later in the day, and he's in Springfield working. He's like, can you go to my apartment and look and see if you can find my wallet? <clears throat> I'm like, you don't have your wallet Oh, my you? God. And you're driving? He's got to have his wallet. <laughs> so he's like, I lay it there every night with my, my wallet, my keys, my chapstick, and my phone. Yeah. You know? And he's like, I have everything else but my wallet. Why would I have not grabbed my wallet? So I go to his apartment. He tells me where he keeps it on his desk in his bedroom. I'm like, there's no wallet here. But my mama instinct, <laughs> and I know he's just like his daddy. <laughs> there's some laundry laying right there. And I remember the shorts he was wearing that morning when he came to help me. I picked those shorts up, and what do you know? The wallet was still in the pocket. That's like, what mama does. You are your father's son. <laughs> You know, your husband has a lot of kids that are like his father, um, too. Unfortunately, they're all like him in one way or the other. I tell you, Garen's mannerisms, I'm just like, oh, uh, my right? God, I'm looking at Corey. None of them are clean freaks <laughs> like me. Like, why? Why are none of them clean freaks? Jilly will. She will. I don't know. Now, okay. Grant does like his stuff a certain way, but... Yeah. He's on his own. He can have his own. Yeah. Okay. But I just thought that was funny because I'm like, oh, because I asked him that. I'm like, could it be in the pants you last wore? And he's like, no, I always lay it on my desk. Yeah, right, right. Anyway, thankful for the days of Apple Pay where you don't actually have to have your debit card on you to be able to use your debit card. So right. Okay. Moving on. Okay. Um, did I finish that one? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, punctuation. <sighs> this one's a hard one for me. Punctuation wasn't always a part of our written language. How in the world... Did they read things? And have you ever tried to read an old document? I have. Like, you, I've looked up, like, very old documents, and they're difficult to read. For one, they, you know, coming over from Europe, they're... Well, yeah, they get, a there's bit a little barrier, yeah. But they didn't have punctuation. Okay. And I don't know how... And, you know, it's one thing to try to text somebody and... And you have to remember they can't read it in your tone. <laughs> right, 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 right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it would be nearly impossible to properly read without periods, commas, exclamation points, question marks. And I'm one that hates this. I hate people that post on Facebook. Let's eat, Grandma. Right. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it, it's like Let's these are comma. very important <laughs> times when you need commas. Like commas save lives. Yeah, they do. <laughs> They say grandma. So I'm, and I'm one of those that read in Facebook. I have to read it the way it's written. So oh, I hate reading stuff on Facebook. I struggle. People don't use punctuation. I'm like blah 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 blah. Okay, anyway, go on. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, 
Turns out punctuation wasn't always a part of our written language. Okay. Uh, according to the BBC, a librarian named Aristophanes from the Egyptian city of Alexandria in the 3rd century BC attempted to introduce a form of punctuation into a system that uh, not only didn't use it, but also didn't bother to use capital letters or include spaces between words. Oh. What? What? How did you not even put spaces between words? You gotta put spaces between words. While Aristophanes' version of punctuation didn't stick around, Christian writers in Duh. the 6th century began to punctuate their text, and eventually we ended up with the punctuation system we use today. But, like, what? No, if you put all the words in, like, no, no. It totally changes the meaning of a sentence. It means nothing. It's just, like, one string of letters. And I do. I have to read them. If somebody posts a paragraph and there's no punctuation, I have to read it that way. I know. And it drives me insane. I do, too. And then I think, you dummy. (laughs) And I have to read it out loud to Corey, and I'm like, I'm not sure what they're saying. Like, that's just dumb. What the heck is this? Come on, people. (laughs) All right. That's all my fun facts. Okay. Okay. So This date in weather history. Oh, okay. We got this date in weather history. I've got one I don't know that you all will know about. I I won't. He may. I think I've... I I, have you found the golden egg? I have found the diamond in the rough. Oh, okay. Corey's okay. setting up. Let's try it. Okay. Yeah, Corey I just suddenly set up. I found fun fact you are not going to be aware of. <laughs> okay. You, you may have something that you yeah, seem you pretty confident in Yeah, this, so she does. Okay. So October 8th through the 10th. Yes. 1871. Okay. Ring a bell? Go on. Kind of. Of course, of well, course. Well, I'm not sure if you know this, but a devastating Bur- fire fire burned mm. much of Chicago. Yes. What? Did you know Chicago burned down one time? I'm sure it did because it's Chicago. <laughs> did Cor- Okay, Corey's just looking. Did you know that? Seriously. <laughs> started by a cow. Hmm. More than 2,100 acres of the city, including 17,500 structures, were turned to complete ash. Pretty sure Bessie was her name. <laughs> what? <laughs> How did she start the fire? She kicked over a lantern. Oh, gosh. Are you serious? Why was there a lantern Absolutely. in a field? Yeah, I have heard this story, but why? 100%. Well, it's I 18, whatever. Nobody had electricity. Why <laughs> Who puts the lantern where a cow can get it? it was because she had to see. In a barn, apparently. <laughs> they were trying to milk her, and they said, oh, I got a phone call. <laughs> Hang on. And then they left, and then when they left, then she kicked the lantern Estimates. over. <laughs> Estimates put the death toll of the blaze at 300 people. I would think more, but okay. It's, it's 1800. Wasn't there then. wasn't even 300 people. On the people. same day to the north, <laughs> which was overshadowed by, you know, this <laughs> supposed Chicago fire, uh, an even more devastating fire consumed 1.2 million acres in Wisconsin and Michigan. I mean, who knew about that? This must be Myrtle. We all the knew about one. the Chicago fire, but who knew well, that? Well, TV best. show. Oh, what? Chicago Fire. Fire. It's a show. You think they just made that name up? No. I know L.A. Fire. Wait, oh, Grant no, that's watches not it. Chicago Fire. It's about Chicago. It's also Chicago PD, I think. Or oh, okay. I can't speak. The firestorm <laughs> consumed over a dozen communities. This event is likely the deadliest wildfire in recorded history. Admit it, y'all didn't know about in that Wisconsin? one. Wisconsin. Well, I didn't know. I don't know anything. Wisconsin and Michigan. Michigan. 1.2 million acres. So here's the deal. Chicago Fire, 2,100 acres. All right. 2,000 acres. 
And what? But how no far one knew about the same day. Yeah. To the north. You know, Chicago's the windy city, and what happened is it just caught okay, the rest see, of the state. That's okay, that's not why now, it's called now, the windy city. Because I've had that fun fact before. Yeah, I know. And Corey knows that too. He's just saying. Yeah, that. he's just being dumb. He's just bunch of windy well, politicians. He's not being dumb. He just knows. <laughs> he's being devious. Hey. <laughs> I don't care how it's called the Windy City. It has windy days, too. But I thought that was, like, that's what I thought of. When I originally thought of the Windy City, you oh, think really? of a big wind coming and blowing well, this fire it, through most the city. Pe- most people do. Most people do. I mean, uh, it has wind. They were so. probably under a brown cow advisory. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. And Bessie never lived that one down. Well, see, Bessie kicked over the first kerosene. They probably but, sent her to the slaughterhouse but, the next but week. But two days later, Myrtle kicked the other one Right? Over. Yes. Or, or Bessie's baby. Who Bess- knows? I don't know. I heard oh, she-, she was charbroiled. Oh. Oh. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Bessie. Are we going off the rails? I'm sure she made it a tasty steak, but... Oh! There I'm was just, plenty I'm of fire around. I'm just concerned about, in Wisconsin, all that melted cheese. Did she have tri-tips? <laughs> There was plenty of fire. I bet there was a lot of grilling going on. Lots of on. char. There's got to be some. St- I'm running out of drops. So uh. all right, I, I, <laughs> let's move on. Next, my last, my last fact for the day. <laughs> Parnell. Oh my lord. Grant City, okay. and Eagleville, Missouri. Uh, where's Grant City? I have no idea. I've heard of it. Or where Eagleville or Parnell are, but in October on October eighth, nineteen fifty eight. 67 farmsteads had extensive damage due to an F3 tornado. Ooh. Seven injuries, what two year fatalities. Was this? 1958. 58. 58. How could it be an F3? I don't know. Well, it's not an EF3. I don't know. It's her fact. <laughs> so look F's at me. Corey's looking did at me like, have, I don't did, know. <laughs> did they even have tornadoes in 53 or was it a twist or they cyclone? They had tornadoes oh. in the 1800s. They had a cyclone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, but this literally calls out Shirley Porter. She died in her farm home. Oh, my gosh. Southeast of Grant City. Wow. Pete Auden, he died in his pickup because he was hurled into a ditch. Well, that's a big tornado. He didn't get the warning. Yeah. I mean, 1958, so there's some pretty pictures. Oh, it was 58? I yeah. said 53. No, 58. Oh, okay. So the Fajita was around. No. I don't think what so. year well, did no, the Fajita was. The enhanced Fajita was not. When oh. did the Fajita still come out? Uh, was that early? Oh, we've had this fun fact. Yeah, you've had... No, it, it came Wasn't out... Wasn't it like 53? It? Actually, I have a... I have a uh, a weather school on the Fajita I scale. Say, well, I did a fun fact on it. Yeah, the Fajita scale was yeah, from the 70s. Yeah, I was going to say. 1971. I thought it was 50s. No. Vegeta, the guy was not that old. Well, I know. I mean, he was old. I mean, he's old, but he's not. No, Ted. Ted. I don't know how they're written it in F3, but they're calling it. Not Ted from the fire department. No, 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 no. They went back and they looked at the the picture footage, and that's how they rated it. Yeah. The scale was introduced in 1971 by Ted Vegeta at the University of Chicago. You know the city that burned? The city that burned Oh, my gosh. Yeah, okay. How did he survive? Uh, well, it's uh, 1971, not That's 1850, okay. whatever. whatever. Okay, anyway, go on. That's all I have. Th- are you done? <laughs> we went off the rails for that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, I educated you all because you had no idea no, there was a Chicago you fire. Know, you educated us all, okay? I only learned that in first grade. It was see, a joke. But see, but see, Corey. I don't feel like it was. There was some hint of sarcasm in my oh. voice. <laughs> Read the room. Read the oh. room. Oh, my God. 
But you didn't know about the Wisconsin <laughs> and Michigan fire that burned three times as much as Chicago. You mean the brown cow alert? Like, why is oh it not gosh. in the history books? Why didn't we learn that in school? How did you find that? I mean, I did some deep research. Oh, wow. You are the you she probably f- She flew out to Green Bay yesterday. I was wondering why she went out there. She probably did some <laughs> extensive research. Probably some interviews. If you only knew... What she, I went through. She was talking to some cows. To bring you these facts. I, I appreciate that. That's why you had to water your green tomatoes. I mean, he had to feed I the kids today. and everything because oh. I'm too busy. I'm deep into facts. See, that's why you're part of Storm Dark Weather, too. I am the research portion. You wouldn't know there was a fire right. in Chicago okay. if it wasn't for me. <laughs> My, the dance music gets my, rid of mosquitoes. Gosh, we have gone way off the rails. I think we need to get to the last segment before the whole podcast explodes. <laughs> it's the weather word of the week. Oh, my Lord. Okay, so sure. I hope it's yeah. an easy word because I'm getting <laughs> oh, oh, tired. It's easy. It's easy. <laughs> You have fun fact that, and educated. That Chicago fire know, just emotionally drained the, me. The Bessie the cow. I know. Okay. I'm just torn. <laughs> All right. So, Shara, this is easy. So, what is this week's stormed our weather, weather word of the week? Nautical dusk. Oh. See, that's an easy one. So, I mean, for me. Well, it's for everybody. So, what is nautical dusk? I am the queen of weather words. Yeah, you actually are. The time at which the sun is 12 degrees below the horizon in the evening. At this time, objects are no longer distinguishable. Yeah. So, when it gets. gets, It's a big blur. Well, yeah. I mean, you still see, you know, some light on the horizon, but then you, you really don't see. You know, that tree or that spider or that whatever. Well, you don't see the spider anyway. The whole town is burning down. Yeah. Well, no, then you'd have fire (laughs) at that point. You just can't see the cow that kicked over the kerosene lamp. I grew up on a cattle farm. Not one of them burned down our land. Well, you weren't in the 1800s at that point. true. Oh, my gosh. We're going to. So, Corey, what you seeing over there? Um, Just checking out Facebook. Somebody's birthday. Not much happening. <laughs> what is it? Somebody. Well, it's always somebody's birthday. Now, wait a minute. Now, this is the ninth. So, Corey's birthday is what? Friday? It's coming up the 15th. Ooh. He's going to be super old. Super Not as old as me. Not quite as old as you, but way older than way- me. <laughs> way. So, um, we'll, we'll make sure and have everybody wish Corey a very happy old birthday. For- I'm sure he'll be at work, so. That's true. I, Everybody yeah, go to Soledad. We should make him wear a birthday button at work that day. Ooh, I want to show them. They me. have birthday buttons. Oh, they do City. really. He should totally wear one. Yes, and then on the twenty sixth, give me cake. Yeah, because I'll, I'll be old. I've been. When known, is the twenty sixth? I've been known to bake a good cake in my time. What? What is? What is the twenty sixth? You always bake the cake. It cakes. comes around around October 26th. It is on a Wednesday. Ah, uh, well, that's a poopy day. It's a day. Midweek. Those it, are busy. It's a day. Yeah, but whatever. But our last day at the Hughes Brothers is the 27th. I, so I, will, <laughs> I will make a cake Okay. somewhere between the 15th bake and the 26th. Make that cool cake. Wait, I'm drooling. Cool cake. <laughs> make, <laughs> Already? Make, make, I know. Well, you cake. said cake, so here I am. No, that one cake you said, like, you know, everybody puts... 
Your mother. You're supposed oh, to give me the recipe. Oh, sex in a pan. Sex. Yes, make yes. me that cake. Or sorry, refrigerator pie. Refrigerator pie. Family f- friendly version. <laughs> yes. Yeah bring, yeah, bring that in the pen cast. The, the so G-rated version yes, is exactly. refrigerator pie. But you have to bring it on 24th. Yeah, so I'll bring or, or it halfway between his birthday and your there, birthday. There you go. Yeah. So okay. So I've the, never actually made refrigerator pie. So it may suck. I mean, yes, I, you have. No, I have not. You have not really. I yes, have not. My have. mom makes it for me every year at Thanksgiving, and that's well, yeah, the I only time I get it. it. I don't know how to make it. I've You're never supposed made it. to give me the recipe like a year ago, but I can figure it out. Oh, okay. Because I am a master chef <gasps> now. That oh. my husband has deserted me and gone to work and decided pff, he needs to support us or I ha- something. I, don't I have know. an I have a a G rated <laughs> recipe for that. Okay, and it actually looks better. It's called refrigerator oh. pie. It's called Arkansas possum no. pie. No possum. We're oh. not in Arkansas. It yeah. can't be called. Well, Arkansas. no, because it, we're. In, it knows. Yeah, this looks better. Okay. No, we're gonna have to make some Arkansas pumpkin. Er, Possum no, pie. I'm gonna have to call my mama, and I'm gonna have to get the better than sex. No, pie. this looks better. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Do you see the sex. possum eyes in there? Does this looks. How would you like the, the no one Ozark wants to possum, eat possum pie? Ooh, that looks really it looks good. Very rich. I promised my refrigerator, and uh, we put pecans on the top. Not. Well, that's fine. Shavings. Not not possum shavings. Yeah, that's what that okay. looks like. It has possum shavings it on the top. Looks like it. I think we need I to wrap this podcast. Pie. I think it should be Arkansas. Who possum would call pie. it a possum pie? That's gross. Well, I think roadkill. Well, in Missouri, it would so be cheap. armadillo pie. Yeah, well, they have them down there too in Arkansas. They do. Right. Okay. I, that's my challenge. I'm going to learn to make that pie. Why do I have this inkling in my head that we really need to stop this podcast? <laughs> it's it's kind of going off. <laughs> okay. Well, next week. Uh, well, next week. Oh, next week is between Corey's birthday and my birthday. Kinda. Well, it, no, it's there's two weeks. So it, stressful. Well, there's ten, there's ten days between our birthdays, so it's like it doesn't matter. So, anyway, Corey, got anything else to add? Uh, because, um, I don't. Except possum shavings. No, I got a biscuit and gravy breakfast casserole recipe I just brought up. Yeah. Ooh, we get in the morning. With gizzards? I don't know. Oh, okay. You have to. Yeah. We'll find out. Oh, you'll find out. Okay, Shara, are are you are you kind of done? I, think I don't have any more. I mean, you're that just, fire drained. You're me. just done. I am emotionally drained. I you have no idea what I went through to bring you the information that I brought. Well, you. the flight itself must have been like amazing. Right, draining, totally draining. Draining. Oh my gosh. Well, you need some possum pie to get That's get that a long energy way back. to Green Bay. I don't know what's happening, but I have a feeling we need to wrap this thing up. <laughs> All right, so be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdart Weather. Like and follow our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdartweather at gmail.com with your possum pie recipes. <laughs> also, check out our website at stormdartweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>